Welcome to Takeaways from Your English Classroom, a podcast that keeps you up to date on classroom assignments and discussions, give you ways to stay successful, and a chance to listen to the nonsense ramblings of your English teacher. I'm your host, Ms. Martin. Let's get started. Welcome to episode four, What Makes a Successful Online Learner, part two. This week's podcast is a continuation of the last one. So just to reiterate, ways to be a successful online learner included, attending and participating in your classes, being a good time manager, motivating yourself instead of having to have someone else motivate you, and to know your learning style. So to pick back up where we left off, number five, you need to have basic computer skills. It is so essential, especially during these virtual times, that you have at least a basic knowledge of how to operate your computer. For example, you need to know how to print, how to send an email. You need to know how to save items as a PDF. You need to know how to insert a link. Do you know how to share a Google Doc? And do you know how to make that Google Doc accessible to others to view it and edit it? Do you know how to take a screenshot? Have you checked Remind lately? Do you know how to send an email? Do you know how to access cannabis? You also need to know where the calculator is on your computer. And you should know how to airdrop things. And lastly, you need to know where your system preferences are. If you don't know how to do these things, you need to ask someone because you're going to need to be able to do all of these things in all of your classes. Number six, have a good study environment. Now, this one seems easy, but the hardest part to this one is finding a quiet place because quietness and peace is critical to being able to concentrate and focus. Therefore, it's important to being a successful online learner. Another way to create a good study environment is to keep your space clean and free of clutter. Until today, I was guilty of this. My desk in the teacher's office looked horrendous, but I took about 30 minutes to clean it off and I feel like I lost about 20 pounds. My productivity has increased just from keeping my area or getting my area clean. Number seven, reading and writing skills. I'm not sure if you've noticed this yet, but learning online sure does ask you to read and write a lot. There are so many missed opportunities that stem from simply not reading, either not reading something at all or not reading what's written carefully. I cannot tell you how many times a student has submitted an assignment the wrong way because they did not read or how many times they did an assignment incompletely because they did not read directions carefully. You want to be careful about this when it comes to writing. In my pandemic experience, I've seen students make some of the most careless typing mistakes. Grammar and spelling still matters, y'all, when you're typing responses online. With so much grammar help built into the computer programs that you use and the free Grammarly access that you have, there's not many excuses for why you're not capitalizing the first word of your sentences or not punctuating your sentences properly. So be careful about this because I hate to say it, but mistakes like these can make you look careless or it can make you look as if you just don't care about looking over your work before you submit it. Number eight, and this is the last one, communication. 
And this one reminds me a little bit of attendance and participation. You need to check in with your teachers and let it be known that you are present. You need to let them know that you're engaged. And you also need to let them know when you have questions and concerns. Communicate clearly your needs, but be careful. Do not flood your teachers' inboxes with emails or texts them too much because sometimes the answers to your questions are already answered in an assignment and you just did not read carefully. In cases like this, I like to ask my friends questions first. If they don't know it, then maybe you need to go ahead and ask your teacher. But I like the policy ask three before me because most times if you ask about three other people a question, you won't even need me. But that's just my two cents. So here's some extra credit for you. Write me a few lines telling me two things you're already doing to be a successful learner. And one thing that you know you need to start doing right now to become better. And don't worry, be honest on this. So here are some key takeaways from today's episode. Get a grip on basic computer skills. Watch YouTube video tutorials on how to do what you don't know how to do. I've done this a million times and there's a reason why there's a YouTube video on it. It's because other people need and want to learn the same things that you do. Create the best study environment that you can. Remember, keep that environment quiet and keep it clean. Read your assignments carefully and care about what you write. Most errors can be prevented if you only take the time to reread over things. And the last takeaway, communicate your questions and concerns clearly with your teachers. In the words of Walt Disney, the way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. Until next time.